Grand rising, grand rising, happy people. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Mind Your Business podcast call. This is where you can come to get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. I am your host, Tracy Walker, and we do this call Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you subscribe to the Mind Your Business podcast on your favorite live streaming platform. Uh, That could be iTunes iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, all of those amazing places, plus more. That way you can stay in tune with all of the podcasts prior to this one and um, have yourself subscribe to the feed, all right, so that you're always getting notified of the new content. Also, I want to invite you to become part of our private podcast VIP community. You can join that by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, just text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. So what is the biggest thing that's holding you back? I want you to think about the vision that comes to mind when I say the words holding you back. I'm giving that a minute. What do you see holding you back? Do you envision a wall that you're in front of that you can't get around or over or under or through? Do you see a person? Does it come to you in the form of a person that's pushing against you that's keeping your wrist pushed backwards while you're trying to move forward? Is it some sort of invisible force where you actually think that you're moving forward, you don't see anything in front of you, but in fact you're actually you're just not moving? I want you to be able to visualize that. What is it that's holding you back? Is it a wall? Is it a person? Is it something that's invisible you can't see? Do you see yourself standing there in front of yourself telling you, no, you can't go this way? What exactly is it that you see that's holding you back? Now, the key to the word or the concept of breakthrough is that you are on one side of something and you're actually seeking to be on the other side of that something. And when you can move yourself from the one side to the other side, we consider that or call that a breakthrough. So if you want to have a breakthrough, What is it essentially that you would need to do to get from the one side to the other side? Regardless of the envision or regardless of the vision that you see, person, wall, invisible, mountain, yourself, whatever it is, how do you do that? How do you actually get from one side to the other? Well, as you know, we, my opinion, we take very, very lightly 
the power of the mind. We take it too lightly. What we've all been taught to do is to work through something, not to break through something. Work. Oh, you're not doing enough work. Oh, you're not talking to enough people. Oh, you're not, um, you know, marketing enough of this. Oh, you're not speaking enough of that, right? It's work, 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 work. And there is work, right, because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But I believe that most people have that phrase misconstrued. Most people have the phrase misconstrued. Maybe not to any fault of their own. Many people rely on pastors or they rely on uh, theologians or they rely on, quote, unquote, people who went to learn and study about stuff to now turn around and tell you about stuff. But the stuff that they so-called went and learned to tell you about, you actually have access to on your own and you could actually learn about it yourself. You could actually derive an interpretation yourself. Faith without works. What works are we talking about? We're not talking about work, like go to your job. That's not the work that the phrase, that the, the scripture is referring to. If you have faith in something, In other words, you believe something is going to come to pass. No matter what is in your present day, you believe something will come to pass, i.e., you have faith in it, but you do not mentally envision and see that thing coming to pass without cessation, in other words, without ceasing, then that is the works that we're talking about, to believe that something is going to happen but not reinforce in your mind that it is happening, that is the work. The work is not you busting your butt all day long. In fact, let me prove it. How many of you have been working hard pretty much all your life? You've been working hard all your life and you still not where you want to be. How many of you have had faith in something or you believe you've had faith, you think you've had faith in something, and you've been working towards it physically for a long time, yet it hasn't come to pass yet? Well, what is that? You've been working, right? You've been working. So obviously the type of work that you're referring to is not the type of work that the scripture is referring to because if it were referring to that type of work, then anyone who physically, manually works hard and believes that they should make a million dollars working hard should make a million dollars by working hard. That's what it should be. But life and people that have come before us, have exemplified and demonstrated that it wasn't their hard work that got them to where they were. When you hear 
the success stories of many of the people that you look at as being successful, especially if they told their story, many people you will hear if you listen, many people will tell you that I saw this happening before it happened. They will say something to the tune of that. They will say, I knew it was going to happen. I saw it. Hmm. So were they physically working? Absolutely. They were working because you can't just stand still. They were physically working, but it wasn't the physical work that was being done without the, with the faith that created it. It was the spiritual and mental work that nobody teaches you about, which is why you can work hard and still stay stuck in the same spot, i.e., something is holding you back. You don't even know what the something is because you've accepted the thought and the idea that the physical work is the thing that takes you over. The physical work is required regardless. The physical work is required regardless. You have to move your feet, in other words. You have to move your feet. If you want to get from your house to the bus stop, you can't just close your eyes and telepathy take you there. Now, if you're strong enough in your mind, you probably could. I don't doubt that there are people or were people that could do that. I don't doubt any of that. It's just our minds aren't tapped in to the powers that we have on such a high level that in the reality of you and your world, no, you're not going to telepathically move yourself, teleport yourself from your apartment, your house, close your eyes, boom, you're now on the bus stop. Okay, that's generally not going to happen. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible because I believe it's possible. It's that it's not possible for most because most don't even carry the high enough vibration, mental capacity and aptitude to be able to do it. Maybe primarily because we didn't, we never learned how to do it. And the food and the environment and the air and everything that we have surrounding us is dumbing us down. It's clouding. It's clouding the things inside of our brains, our pineal glands. It's clouding our abilities to do the things that we know we can do as superhumans. But that's another story for another day. So for the sake of this conversation, no, you're not going to teleport yourself from your house to the bus stop. You're going to have to put one foot in front of the other to get there. But in your mind, you must first see yourself at the bus stop. I believe I'm going to get to that bus stop. So you must see yourself at the bus stop. As you see yourself at the bus stop over and over and over again, and then you start making the movement of left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, and you start making a move in that direction, then yes, you will eventually arrive at your desired destination or location. However, if you say that you want to get to the bus stop, 
but you don't really believe that you can get to the bus stop. In fact, you don't even know where the bus stop is. You don't know exactly the route to get there. You're not getting any insight from anyone in reference to how to get there. You haven't studied anyone who's gone there before you. You have no idea of the feeling, and you're not tapping into the feeling of what it would feel like to be at the bus stop. You're just saying that you want to be at the bus stop, and so you start working. So you start walking. You start moving around almost aimlessly, almost without any direction, without any path, without any course of action or blueprint. You just start moving one foot in front of the other. Well, if you were to just start moving one foot in front of the other without any proposed direction or guidance or blueprint, essentially what you have is a person who is working hard, right, and going nowhere. You're working hard. You're going nowhere. You're putting a lot of effort. You're putting a lot of energy into something without it being directed towards anything. So how do you break through? How do you get around that thing that you believe is holding you back? Whatever you envision the thing to look like that you say is holding you back. Well, step number one, if you've been listening, is you've got to see yourself on the other side. But you won't practice that enough. You won't take 15 minutes out of your day to sit down and clearly see yourself enjoying life on the other side. You won't do it. Why you won't do it, I have no idea. When you want to say that you follow a certain book and you follow uh, a certain scripture, you follow a certain type of way of life or being, it tells you that faith without works is dead. So you have the work of mentally seeing yourself and emotionally feeling yourself on the other side, that is the work that nobody wants to do. Imagine what if you just did that work? What if you just did it? What if you just did it? So you're preparing for your next project. You're preparing for your, your next event. You're preparing for uh, success in your business. You're preparing for um, some sort of elevation in your life. You're preparing for, let me ask you this. When, as an example, when you plan for a birthday party, let's say your own birthday party, you're going to throw yourself a birthday party. And you say, you know what, I want to have a party for my birthday. First thing is, well, where am I going to have it? Where am I going to have a party at? And you start thinking, ooh, I could have it at my house. Ooh, let me ask my friend. Maybe I can have it at her house or his house. Or I can do it in the backyard. Or, you know what, I want to rent out this party area at this place. Or, oh, I want to have it at this location, this bar, this club, this whatever. You start to think about where it is you're going to have it. And then even before the party happens, what do you do? You go and you look at the place. You go and you see the place. 
And when you see the place, you walk in and you say, yes, this is perfect. I'd like to have balloons over here. I'd like to have the high boy tables right here. I'd like to have the centerpieces look like this. I'd like to have the happy birthday signs over here. I want to have the confetti sprayed on the table right here. I want to have a DJ sitting over there. I want to have a cake that sits on the table. Like you literally in your mind begin to see things that do not physically exist because you are planning it and you are seeing it in your mind. If you were to say, I wanted to have a birthday party, and then you didn't think about where you were going to have it and you didn't consider how it was going to look once you chose the place that it was going to be and you just kept saying, I want to have a party, I want to have a party, and, yeah, you told people about it, and, yeah, you walked around and you looked at a couple places, but you never selected a place. You never went on and put your money down on a place. You never decided that this is exactly the type of cake I'm going to have or the type of things that I'm going to do. You never put any of those plans into place, but yet you're still talking about you're going to have a party and it's going to be amazing. You can make your mouth say what you want it to say. It is not until you put form around it in your mind, until you actually take the steps to plan it out in your mind and see it and see it clearly and be excited about your birthday. And you can't wait. And when you're excited, what do you do? You tell people, oh, my birthday party is coming up. You should stop by. Oh, my birthday party is coming up. You should stop through. I'm going to have it over here. This is before it even takes place. This is before you even have any decorations up. This is two weeks before it's even due to happen. And you're telling people it's going to be amazing. It's a black and gold theme. It's a yellow and purple theme. It's a crimson and cream theme. It's a this. You got to wear this. I want everybody to have this type of whatever uh, brooch or, you know, pin on their shirt. I want you to you're already planning and you're already speaking that thing into existence and you're rallying people around your vision of what you see before it even happens. And so then as the time gets closer and closer and closer, your excitement for it gets more and more intense. You're more thrilled. You're more ready. You're more happy because you've been speaking it. You've been seeing it. You've been envisioning it being packed out. You've been envisioning people singing happy birthday to you. You've been envisioning how you look how you feel, how it's going to be a great night. You're envisioning the photographer standing over there. You've been envisioning this thing subconsciously. You don't even know that you're doing it because when it comes to things that you really want to do, you do know how to exercise your faculty of imagination. But when it comes to something that you don't know how to do, that you've never done before, see, if you've never had a birthday party before, if you've never done that, somebody might need to teach you how to go and find a location. Somebody might need to teach you, oh, you do know you're going to need to go and rent your own tables in this place, right? They don't have tables. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you do realize that you're going to have to go and get your own decorations. This place doesn't provide decorations. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Like somebody has to guide you initially because you have a vision for something, but you've never done it before, so you need some guidance. You need some help. You need someone to say, hey, when you get down here, you know you're going to have to make a left because it's a dead end. It's a detour right there. They're working on the road. Somebody's going to have to tell you. But once you've done it a couple times, nobody has to tell you anymore, and your vision for it becomes clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer, which is why you cannot 
stop in the middle of the journey. So let me go back to what I said at the beginning. The thing that you perceive to be holding you back, whether it is a wall, whether it is a person, whether it is an invisible entity, whether it is you having a standoff against yourself, I am here to tell you that the way that you move around the rule, above, below, however, the way that you break through that is to see yourself on the other side, enjoying and feeling the enjoyment of being on the other side and doing it so consistently that in your mind, over time, you essentially have uh, where you, you essentially have that thing that you thought was standing in your way. It will eventually dissolve because you're no longer giving thought to it. You're no longer giving focus to it. You're only looking through it. You're only looking on the other side. It's the bug on the windshield when you're driving long distance on the road. You're not gonna pay it any more attention. Is it still there? Potentially, but is it affecting you? Is it stopping you? No, because physically you feel blocked, but that's not the work anyway. It's not the physical work that we're talking about. You move yourself by moving mentally in your mind. You move yourself through something by trans by teleporting yourself in your mind through your imagination from spot A to spot B. No one can stop the movement of your mind. So even if you feel that there's an invisible force that is fighting equally and opposite against the force that you are pushing towards it, I am here to tell you that the work that you must do is the work of the mind. And through the work of the mind, then the faith that you have must come to be. The faith of the thing that you have or in the thing that you have or of the thing that you desire, it must come to pass. Because although you may feel physically stuck, you are in no way, shape, form, or fashion mentally stuck. And good news for you. The scripture is not even talking about your physical state. It's talking about your mental state anyway. So if you just move your mental state, if you move your mind from this side of the barrier and focus on being on the other side of the barrier, even if your physical body feels like it's on this side of the barrier, I'm telling you that you can move that barrier. You can move that barrier, you can move that mountain because of the faith and the ability to use the work, to do the work. Sit down 5, 10, 15 minutes out of your day. You're not that freaking busy that you can't sit down and envision your own breakthrough. Who are you who are you hurting if you're so busy that you can't get your own self from where you are to where you want to go? Who are you prohibiting from living the life that you want to live if you won't sit down for 10, 15 minutes to envision and do the work? Who is it really that you're putting off? How dare you tell yourself you don't have time to envision your goals and your dreams, but then you want to complain about what you can't do and what you can't see and how long it's taking because you won't do the work. The physical work is a must. But the physical work without the mental work gets you nowhere. This is why faith without work is dead. 
It doesn't even matter that you believe in the thing or that you say that you have faith in the thing because the other part of the equation is that you've got to envision yourself and you've got to feel yourself on the other side. That's a very simple equation. But we ignore it over and over. Oh, I can't focus. Oh, it's not clear. Oh, I'm going to complain my way about every freaking thing that I've never taken the time to sit down and perfect. Oh, I'm not going to even do it because that doesn't feel like I can see it. Oh, I'm not even going to try, but I'm going to go to church on Sunday and I'm going to keep saying this thing and I'm going to keep clapping my hands and waving my fan in the air and I'm going to keep on flexing and pretending like I'm really part of this life when I'm really not about this life. I can tell you about faith, and I could tell you that, oh, the Lord is going to take care of it, and I could tell you all those things, but really I don't even believe it myself because I won't sit down and give any time, thought, energy, or focus to the vision that I'm saying I have for my life. So I am flexing. Do you understand that? If you have people around you who are saying one thing and doing another thing, I'm telling you, you might need to reevaluate who you're hanging with. Yeah, there's tons of people that can make you feel good and make you forget what your job is. Yeah, you go to this place of fellowship and you feel good when you come out. But if feeling good when you come out doesn't lead to you doing the work such that you move yourself from point A to point B in your real life, then feeling good is a fallacy. You ought to be disgusted that somebody is distracting you for 10 15, 20 years where you have not progressed in your life none, but once a week you feel so good that you just dismiss all the other things that you need to do. How about just like at my, my son's school, if he is supposed to pass his math test and if all the other students are supposed to pass their math test and their spelling test and their English test and none of them are passing any of these tests, the first person I need to talk to is the teacher to see, A, what is happening with my child? in this class, and B, is this information even being taught in such a way that my child can receive the information, we do the work at home, and he's able to grasp the concept. I'm going to I'm gonna go see the teacher if ain't nobody progressing. If you're going to church every day, every year, 10 years, 20 years, and ain't nobody progressing, you need to go see the master. And you need to figure out if the pastor is teaching the information the right way because why is nobody moving in their life? Everybody feel good and everybody jumping up and down and everybody eating a nice dinner at the end, but everybody's still broke every single week. Not just your generation, but you grew up in that church, but now you're an adult. Now you go to the church, and your children are dressed in white on Easter Sunday. So now your generation, the previous generation, and now the generation that you're bringing through, everybody still living in the same neighborhood, still broke, still complaining about the same shit, still having the same life experiences, and nobody ever evolving at all. You don't think you should question that? There's no way you would allow failure from your child in a class. You should not allow failure in your life from your spiritual uh, teachers either. So obviously you're missing something. I don't care about what your action is, you going to the place. I care about you exercising the true principles so that you begin to experience the change that you seek.
If you're not experiencing the change that you seek, then you are not doing the work. What is the work? The mental and the emotional work. You are not seeing it and you are not feeling it enough such that your subconscious begins to accept it as truth and simply converge everything out in the universe such that you get what you want. So it's simple. Barrier in your way, move it. Something blocking you, move it. How do you move it? With your mind. What do you do with your mind? You envision yourself on the other side of it, and you feel yourself in the enjoyment of what it is like being on the other side of it. How often do you do this? Every day. What's the minimum amount of time you should envision and feel you being on the other side? 15 minutes. Now, if you can't give your own self and your own goals and your own dreams 15 minutes, let me be quite frank with you. You don't deserve it because nobody can want more for you than you want for yourself. If you aren't willing to sacrifice 15 minutes to do the work, then don't expect anybody else to spend their time, their physical time with you, for you to have play games and, and run shenanigans and, and do mental gymnastics with them. You're not going to play. You're not going to waste my time. And you're not going to waste anybody else's time. Once we're on to you and your game and we see what you're doing, that's it. I'm not giving any more of my effort and energy to you because you're not doing your part. And how do we know you're not doing your part? By your conversation, by your energy, by the things you speak. Your faith sounds weak. Your posture is weak. You don't really believe you're just doing something because somebody else said to do it. You can do something because somebody else said to do it, but if you continue to strengthen your vision, then you will be doing it initially maybe because, you know, you're trying to get from point A to point B, but eventually you will begin to do it because you realize it is a necessity in the physical realm of getting you from where you are to where you want to go as you are in conjunction with doing what's required in the mental and spiritual realm of getting you from where you are to where you want to go. So I hope that you were able to pick up something that I dropped down here on today. I did drop some gems. I dropped several gems. And guess what? Me dropping these gems doesn't mean that I am out of the abundance. I'm dropping the gems so that you can pick them up and you can apply them into your life, and I can still have the access to them and apply them in my life as well. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast call where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. I have been your host, Tracy Walker. We do this call Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leveraging the favorite live streaming platform such as Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, any of those types of podcast platforms. And also make sure you become part of our VIP podcast community by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. I also want to invite you to stay connected with me over on my website, at www.winwithtracy.com. That's W-I-N-W-I-T-H-T-R-A-C-E. 
www.thrivingyy.com, and there you will find a number of different tabs, but I want to bring your attention to the tab that says Schedule Your Cash Call. If you happen to be listening to this and you are a wealth-minded single mom, you are someone who is looking to generate more cash in your life, in your business, and you want to actually start learning how to put that money that you generate to work for you so that eventually you can walk away from a job if you want to. You can work out of option, not necessity, and you want to be more present with your children, then I want to share, I want to learn more about what it is that you'd like to do and have the opportunity to potentially share with you a custom game plan to help you increase the amount of cash that you're bringing in and put you in a position where you can start to grow that money and multiply that money with ease. Go ahead and click on the Schedule Your Cash Call button. Choose a day and time that works best for you from my calendar, and I look forward to speaking with you and helping you at least put the plan together. Remember what I said? If you've never done a birthday party before, somebody's got to give you, hey, you know you got to buy the tables. Hey, you know you got to get the tablecloths. Hey, oh, yeah, they don't provide balloons. You got to go get your own balloons. Let me be the person to help you because I know exactly what it is that you need to do. I know exactly what it is that you are more than likely missing. And once I hear exactly what you are willing to do and what you want to do and how committed you are to doing it in your life, if it makes sense for me to share this custom plan, I will do that and I will put you on a path where you can start moving your feet left foot, right foot in front of the other and also equip you with the ideas and the exercises to help you to put your mind to work so that your faith and your works are both present. I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in every single day that you can and listening to the podcast on the feed as well. I will see everyone tomorrow, same time, same line. Bye for now.